0: off and the clock has started.
1: This is episode 202, recorded July 31st, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to be discussing August releases, a little 2023 preview, some spoiler zone, and see what other trouble we can get into along the way to do this and more. I have with me, as always, Justin Dino Nugs Carter. (laughs)
0: i know it's your boy uh today uh, i'm over at shrimp fried matt's and uh we're having a dinosaur nugget party so Mm -hmm. i got my jurassic world shirt on megan has her jurassic uh, park shirt on and we went to target and got some dinosaur nuggets mac and cheese matt made some lava cake um I I, I,
1: I i love that like a group of people in their 30s are just eating like my five-year-old. Yeah. It's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. It's like eating like your five-year-old, but el- so it's like, yeah, we had the dinosaur nuggets and the mac and cheese, but then it's like instead of brownie, it was a little bit more elevated than that. So we had the chocolate mm. lava cake and then Matt made um, some like Korean kind of like barbecue sauce and honey mustard to go with the right. the nuggets. So it's like a little elevated. It's like kid's cuisine, but elevated.
1: Now, what if you put the Korean barbecue sauce in the mac and cheese? So that sounds
0: right. I did because uh, okay. I just okay. I had honey mustard and the Korean barbecue sauce on my plate and I was just mixing it together, doing whatever. And of course, it got on my mac and cheese as well. So I just kind of scooped the mac and cheese into it as I was eating it. And let me tell uh-huh. you what, it was fantastic.
1: I am a big fan of using the craft mac and cheese as like a base, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like a little uh Beamless chili mixed in there okay Hell yeah i could see that I'll, I'll, I'll get down with some chili mac all day you know what i mean yeah like um, megan's
0: really weird about stuff touching on her plate where me i'm like bro like shepherd's pie this shit together <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i i am not a uh, a person that needs to bring their own plate to functions <laughs> you know that has the little separate cups in the plate so you can keep your food all separated um, no, no shade to the people that do. I, You know, everyone's got their thing. I don't know. I'm just not one of those people. Like, I can, yeah. Just throw that spaghetti right on top of the salad, on top of the French bread, and I'll just yeah. eat the whole damn thing. I'm like, like, I don't like I don't even
0: I'll get it. a little bit of that Italian dressing on my spaghetti. I don't give two shits.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'm, I'm gonna just slam the whole thing down, anyways. <laughs> it's all good.
0: Um,
1: but yeah. So that's joy that you're doing. Um. I'm missing from the show for a second week in a row is Shannon got the vid more. Um, so, yeah, this week was a super bummer for Shannon, uh, came down with the COVID, uh, so hopefully he's recovering quickly. We bannied about the idea of him coming on the show tonight, but, you know, decided Justin hates editing enough as it is and having to edit him hacking and coughing every five seconds would probably not be the business. So, uh, hopefully we'll get, and, and you know what? Hey, we're probably not going to get Shannon next week. Cause if everything clears up, he's going to be on vacation next week. God, so... dude, he's going to
0: be like 70 hours into Xenoblade by the time we hear yeah. from him again.
1: So next next time we see, see Shannon on the show it might be like, you know, another couple of weeks. He might be like a month away. Wow.
0: Shannon a month away more. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Shannon see you in September more. <laughs> um but uh yeah, no th- that I I'm doing this in real time so sorry if my speech is getting all like uh broken up but like wow, that'll be the longest I have gone without talking to Shannon uh 4 years maybe? 5 wow. years? Which is kind of nuts. I mean, especially especially since I've got friends I don't talk to for like 6 months at a time. But like, you know, it's just, it's kind of nuts. Like, I've gotten very used to just, like, getting on the call with you guys every week.
0: But we've been texting with them, though, so does that count?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> We're still communicating. Them, Since he has COVID,
0: you're like, yeah. don't even fucking text me until you test negative.
1: Yeah. Don't bring that vid through my phone. I know how diseases work. I've done my own research. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we hope we hope uh, Shannon and his family get a speedy recovery. This variant seems to work fast, but it sucks. Still, guess what? Hey, 2022, COVID still sucks. Still. I know we all like to pretend it doesn't exist, but it does and it sucks. So, here we are. Yeah. Did you um, did you get it this year or did you have it? Uh, so, I got it right at the beginning of the year. Okay. So, and we've that's... all
0: gotten it this year. Then.
1: So, uh, if you'll remember, this, mine was in the good old Omicron days. Remember those? <laughs> the, the Halcyon days of Omicron. Um... So we went to see the Raiders play the Chargers. Fantastic game. The Raiders won with two seconds left in overtime uh, to go to the playoffs. Not that, you know, I'm remembering anything. But anyway, um, super careful the whole time. Like the hardcore medical grade masks the entire time we were outside. Right. The Literally the only time was in in the hotel room right got through the whole thing made it home total fine totally fine absolutely testing negative going back to work my son three days later test positive from like an exposure at a school <laughs> and we're and all of us are screwed because they're climbing all over us you know they're <laughs> like watching tv in bed with us and all this stuff and, and, and so as soon as he test positive I was like why did we waste all that time in Vegas like we're, gonna, we're so screwed here it is, like you know, and and yeah, with it, it was about two days after that, there it was. So, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna <sighs> do? Yeah, right. It's <laughs> America, twenty twenty two. Shrug. What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, that's that's my. I'm I'm now announcing my president presidential campaign. That's my slogan. Shrug. What are you gonna do? Um, you got one anyway. vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You're like, it's not mine, but I'm sure someone will look. Um <laughs> So, yeah, kind of a light news week. I mean, we, we tossed around the idea of talking about the PS2 VR, PS2, PS5 <laughs> VR2 stuff. Um, but let's be honest, we're not a VR podcast. Guess what? It does VR shit, and it does a lot of the stuff the meta quest already does, except it's still wired and you can play video games through it and they didn't announce a price. So it's probably going to be just as expensive as your PS5 already. That, that about sums it up. I don't have any I, to be I'll never buy it. I, I I, didn't really want my Quest 2, but it was a birthday gift. Um, You know, it's, so I'm not I'm not the person to come to for VR talk. Uh, Shannon probably would be way more interested, but he, he's not here. So uh, we're just going to... Justin, do you have anything to add or should we just keep that train rolling?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't foresee me getting it either anytime in the near distant future. So maybe maybe once Skyrim's on the PlayStation VR two that might be a little more enticing. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, when you can buy it for the 19th time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wanted to kind of run some stuff past you, Justin, uh, with an eye. Um, <laughs> sorry. I love <laughs> that. That's a Catch thing you. now. <laughs> <I know>.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Justin and Justin. Yep. Justin with an eye.
1: Um, so we're kind of it, we we've been spending a little time in the doldrums, right? Like it's been it's been a slow period in releases. I mean, the biggest game in the last two months is probably Stray, which ain't that big of a game, but hey. The Hot Wheels DLC, but again, it's DLC like it's it's been some slow times. However, it's about to pick up a little bit because August 2022 now still we. okay. it's going to pick up a little like it's not it's not your usual August where it's like Madden's dropping fucking go right like Mm -hmm. it's 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 we're still not there like 2022 is overall a down year for video game releases and you know with all the delays left and right like sure it's gonna happen you know like if half of the 2023 was released this year it'd be like holy crap what an amazing year Um, but in August, we we kind of have a little bit of an end to this this desert we're going to. So it's, I won't go as far as to call it an oasis. It's not quite an oasis, but but you know it's it's a watering hole in this desert. Um, so let's see. We've got. I'm just pulling out stuff from this list that I think we would be interested in, like Turbo Golfing. Uh, the preview for that. You should you should look that up.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've seen that.
1: It's uh they they announced it. It's coming out August fourth. It's it's gonna be an early access um on Xbox and it's a uh, it's, it's Game Pass. But it's essentially like it's essentially what uh, what's the what's the what's the car soccer game that I'm blanking on? Rocket um, League. It's basically Rocket League but golf. Okay. And it looks like something my kid is going to spend insane amount of hours playing. So that that was one that jumped out to me. Um, are you a are you a, a two point campus guy? Are you, like those games?
0: Um, I like when they announced the initial the two point hospital one and yeah. stuff. It looked interesting, but I never played it.
1: I've never really gotten to that series either, but on August 9th, that's coming to Game Pass and I've always kind of been on the outside looking in on those, so it might be worth just sniffing around that and seeing what it plays like. Maybe maybe they're awesome, you know, I don't know. Um, And then, Justin, Justin. Yes. August 11th. The the animal crossing of me and yours dreams. Cult of the Lamb is dropping. And uh, that's that. That makes the month for me, but I uh, I'm I'm very excited. I you know I actually never played the demo because I just don't want anything ruined for me.
0: Same. It's I did like, not play the demo.
1: I downloaded the demo. I opened it and was just like, you know what? No, no. I, I want. I don't want to play a limited version of this. I want to be able to just jump in.
0: and that was kind of my thing too was especially because i actually want it on the switch i didn't want to play the Mm. demo on steam and then even if like oh you could carry over progress whatever since Mm -hmm. i'd be playing on switch i'd have to restart from the beginning anyway so i didn't see a point in doing that.
1: okay yeah totally and then uh after that we've got the pc marvel spider-man remastered version and then on the 16th is that Roller Rollerdrome game. Wait, was that an Annapurna one? I... That was, that was yeah, the one that's that had the, the like, the... insane art style. Yeah, the weird kind of comic
0: booky, y cel cel-shady-looking yeah. art style.
1: Yeah, which... Who was the developer? Or developers roll seven on that, but I forget.
0: Yeah, I think character. it was during the Annapurna whatever direct that they did. Okay,
1: yeah. So that one, that one I'm kind of hyped for. Like, that looks that looks cool as hell. Like, that was a trailer where it was like, I don't know anything about this. And by the end of the trailer, I was in, you know, like, yep, yep, we're good. Uh, Why am I blinking so hard? What was the art style that was so, like, reminiscent of? Um. Uh.
0: It's kind of like I don't remember what that game's called, but there, there's one that's kind of similar to it, where it's like you're out in the desert or whatever, kind of yeah. exploring around, and you kind of like surf in the desert and do whatever. I don't remember what that game's called, but that's the art style. It kind kind of has like a Borderlands ish a little bit, of yeah, Art style,
1: like Borderlands meets like Hotline Miami, yeah. Or something like very cell shaded, you know. Um, but it was like, what if what if we took tony hawk one and two and added guns (laughs) like yeah all right okay i'm i'm in i'm listening you know like so Um, now
0: uh, you made me really want a skateboarding game now where you're skateboarding but there's like demons it's like doom mixed with tony hawk where there's like demons coming at you and you have like a shotgun and you're having like you blast the ground to get more air and stuff to do tricks
1: i mean maybe that would be skate story
0: that you is know, true.
1: You're 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 a demon of pain and glass, you know what I mean? Like Um and did you have you seen the trailer for the uh the golf roguelike, The Curse to Golf?
0: Yes, I I am really excited. That is one that I'm looking forward to yeah. playing this year as well.
1: And I believe that's Game Pass too. So, I'm excited for that one. Um and then, you know, the official start of the season, Madden 23 August 19th. Um Which I know you're going to be out at the midnight release for. Yeah, I'm gonna got your your chair already.
0: Chair. I got my Elliot Smith jersey on. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Elliot Smith. (laughs) Uh, The only reason hmm. I even know Elliot Smith is because in I think it was like second or third grade, we had to do like a book report thing off someone's autobiography, and I chose elliot smith so i had like a dallas cowboys jersey thing that i wore and stuff when i gave the presentation
1: the best part is you've done it this whole time completely wrong multiple times so elliot smith is a singer songwriter who did like needle in the hay and uh uh, you know what was that song you won a grammy for or, or nominated for an oscar for uh what was the movie Who's the football player then? Who's the
0: Dallas Cowboys one that I'm talking about? <laughs> that would about? be, that would be Emmett. Emmett Smith. Smith. There we go. Okay. Yeah. That. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm
1: making some like, like cr- crass like emo pull when you said an Elliott Smith jersey. No. I'm like, that's actually really funny. Um, no, it was
0: Emmett Smith. Smith but Smith. like I said, I did the report in second or third grade, so that shows you how much I remember. Very good. Very
1: good yes big big football fan yeah big sports guy over here big big sports guy justin (laughs) with an eye yes um then the last thing i kind of want to oh that uh midnight fight express which people have been raving about but that gets it's with that demo that came out in the e3 time uh that that gets dropped august 23rd but also august 23rd which is uh a game I'm actually kind of become interested in. And it's like the last one we'll talk about for August, but Saints Row. Like that, that character creator is insane. And it I just want to know what that game is like. Do they go the absurd Saints Row three route with it? Do they try to like rewind time and do this super serious like Saints Row version, you know, or or somewhere in between? I mean, with the character creator. I'm guessing they're going more silly than serious, but I, I don't know. Like, are you interested in Saints Row at all? It sounds like I
0: was intrigued when they did the character creator thing, but I never messed around with it. I think Shannon did, so maybe Shannon can be the podcast guinea pig of trying it out, since I think he's the one that invested time into making a character.
1: Well, because, like, for me, Saints Row the Third is pro- probably up there is like one of the best games of all time for me. Like I love that game. Like un- uh, unironically love the shit out of Saints Row the Third. You know, like it's it's so good. Still, when you slide the helicopter door open and Kanye's power starts playing, it's great. It's great every time. Like, I'm sorry, I've played it like five or six times. Every time it happens, I smile like it's like, oh, that's so good. Um. So but then, you know, got out of hell was awful. Saint Row four was just bad, you know? And so like they had like magic in a bottle there with the third and then they just kept chasing the dragon and couldn't make it work.
0: Lost it. So <laughs>
1: they did. So I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping they can pull a little magic out of there. You know, Um, any anything we've talked about that you you're going to def. I mean, other than Cult of the Lamb that you're definitely checking out.
0: Yeah, uh besides Cult of the Lamb, I think Cursed like Curse the Golf is like the other really yeah. big one for me that I'm definitely interested in checking out. Cool.
1: Yeah. So, like, like I said, it's it's, you know, and then we got the uh the next wave of Mario Kart 8 DLC tracks is August 4th. And you know that first ver- that first round was awesome for me for like a week and then all the kids got bored with it and <laughs> like okay well, well we'll revisit it when they release more i guess um so things are things are starting to happen dude, things are coming
0: it does blow me away that you know tomorrow will be august 1st and that this year is 2 thirds of the way over dude
1: it's it's crazy isn't it And
0: then there's, like, seven games coming out in, like, the last 90 days of the year.
1: Well, I mean... Yeah, because something else just got pushed back into mid-November. I forget what it was, but... Yeah, it's... It's nuts, man. Like, I don't understand, like, what we're going to do in uh in in like november and december when we have to suddenly play a bunch of stuff that we don't have time (laughs) to do well it's like i was saying before um we 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 all we we are gonna have our game of the year probably in like mid-january you know like
0: (laughs) which is fine uh, i'm fine with that that because like yeah like i said in the what November we get God of War and then December has Callisto Protocol and Pokemon yeah and then oh it
1: was it was 40 uh, Warhammer 40K Dark Tide the the uh multiplayer first person game mhm uh that that got pushed from September 13th to November 30th so just in the middle of all that and then but, yeah. Robbie's going
0: to be playing Gotham Knights <laughs>
1: Um, the one guy, the
0: the one guy, he's gonna be the one outside the last GameStop at midnight, like waiting to get his pre-order with his Nightwing statue.
1: Oh, you don't gotta be mean, Jesus. <laughs> um, Nightwing statue. Well, you know, it's it's mean because it's true. But hey, whatever. Um, well, why don't we have a quick discussion? Because on Game Informer, uh. Marcus Stewart put up a list of everything that was supposed to release in 2022 that got pushed to 2023 and let's just go through it real quick. And then you tell me what you think 2023 is going to shape up to be, if it's going to be like the huge bounce back year or not, just from what we know of things that were supposed to come out this year that are now coming out in 2023. Right? So... We have EA Sports P- PGA Tour, which is their big return to the PGA golf space. And that was supposed to come out originally in spring of 2022 and is now coming out spring of 2023. Uh, next, you have Forspoken, which remember, that's the Square Enix uh, third person fish out of water story thing. The like Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court deal. Uh and that's coming out January twenty fourth instead of October eleventh. Uh, were you ever a Kerbal Space Guy?
0: Uh, I played a little bit of it, like when it was at Indiecade one year when I went mm-hmm. and stuff and checked out, and it seemed like really cool because it's very like what like sandboxy and stuff. You can kind of yeah. do. I heard the mod scene for it has gotten pretty like insane. Like the community stuff that people have made is kind of what's been what... keeping it going. For...
1: For me, it was one of those games that like was getting a lot of buzz. And so I was like, oh, I'll check that out and spent about an hour dicking around with it, going like, oh, this is really like hard. (laughs) I can't I can't do anything. I'm not I'm good and kind of bounced off it. But anyway, uh, it was revealed in 2019 and it was supposed to be out in 2021. But now it is coming out in 2023, apparently. Who knows? Um, oh, by the way, a little game called uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, I guess. They've never named it, but who knows? Um, it's going to come out in spring 2023, so it's, you know, got a year delay on it. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a game on this list that I'll be honest, I had completely forgotten about. It's called Pragmata. Um, do, you, do you remember that at all?
0: Right, that name sounds vaguely familiar, but it's like, I can't picture it to say, is it a first person shooter? Uh,
1: To be honest, no one really knows. It <laughs> is a game Capcom revealed in 2020 and said it's coming out in 2022 and it just had like a, a little trailer with like a girl who has powers or something and she's like teaming up with this astronaut and it's like a sci-fi story and then but Capcom, like before, they even revealed anything about it. We're just like, yeah, it's 2023 now, and everyone was just like, uh, okay, I guess whatever prag pragmata is, sure. So that's that's coming out next year. Uh, Redfall, the uh, you know, Left or Dead with vampires, as uh, Marcus puts it. Oh, yeah. uh, that's coming out first half 2023. Um, okay, do you remember this? This is when I'm actually really. Uh, psyched for is do you remember the trailer? It was E3 2021 so rewind rewind Uh, it's called Replaced and it had like insane pixel art and was like a dystopian world thing
0: Is it the one where the environment like it kind of looks like cyber like you know kind of cyberpunk-ish
1: A little bit yeah but it's like it's. I guess it's technically supposed to be like like dystopian 1980s But it kind of had that vibe to it um, It's one of those like If you just google replaced game You know you As soon as you see a, a screenshot of it You're going to be like oh yeah that one Because it was that type of visual It's like if you couldn't remember what Cuphead was Yeah And someone was like oh here's a picture of it And you'd be like oh yeah of course that game <laughs> It was like that type of visual uh, Grab when you when you saw the trailer you know um
0: oh yeah it's so, i'm looking at it now yeah it's very like uh god damn it what is it the like octopath kind of traveler uh-huh. like where it has the the pixel art but like the amazing lighting and stuff applied to it yeah it's it's
1: nuts yeah. but um so this this developer which is named Sadcat. uh this game was supposed to have come out by now but they're located in belarus and uh they they They've got a lot of people that are kind of caught in this Russian Ukraine mess um, and travesty. And so that has been kind of just up in the air. And they're saying now 2023, but who knows? And then, and also in that boat is the team that's making Stalker 2, which was supposed to have come out uh, this year, up December, I believe. And um, now they're just saying, like, hey, 2023, I guess. Because, you know, like the whole team is uh, compromised with, uh, well, especially the team that makes stock stalker too, because they're based in Kiev, which is the capital of Ukraine. So yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully for, for a lot of reasons, the very least of which being so I can play this game. Um, hopefully they can get a lot of things settled out there because it's some bullshit happening out there. Um And then uh, the team behind the messenger that is making Sea of Stars. So that that was supposed to have come out. Now that's coming uh, late 2023. Everyone knows Starfield is now coming uh, not November 11th this year, but uh, probably a year long delay. My guess would be sometime in November next year. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, also pushed back. Um, And the, the new Test Drive Unlimited. Is the last one on this list, I believe, Uh, was supposed to have their big comeback in September this year. But now they're saying uh, it's going to be September or I guess September next year. And they're canceling the PS4 and Xbox One versions. (laughs) So so that's where we're at. Uh, So having gone through all that, Justin, are you thinking 2023 is going to be a banger of a year?
0: I mean, it's definitely going to be stacked, for sure. Like, you know, especially quarter one, quarter two. Um, yeah. You know, all the stuff that was supposed to come out, like, quarter four, quarter three of this year, is now they're getting that extra, like, six-month cushion and stuff for releasing quarter one, quarter two of next year. So, I, I <laughs> after you reading off that list, I still really hope that <laughs> the name of the sequel for... Breath of the Wild stays Breath of the Wild 2 colon sequel to Breath of the Wild.
1: (laughs) That would be so good. That
0: would would outdo like Triangle Strategy or like any of those games. Like for names, it's beautiful. You can't make it up.
1: Um, I also find it hilarious as we went through that exercise, your room just got so dark. I literally just see teeth in the reflection (laughs) off your glasses. I know.
0: It's very inscription looking. It's like, Ah, Uh, ah. I know I tried to turn uh, the light on in here, but I think Matt's lighting stuff is all hooked up through Alexa and I couldn't figure it out. So I just just like, well, this will be, and it's just gradually gotten darker
1: darker and darker and darker.
0: <laughs> um, um I also forgot too, uh Scorn comes out this year in October oh, right. and I know that was one you and me were looking forward to uh playing on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So that's another one uh, for the towards the end of the year to try and play. Oh
1: yeah, and and uh Ragnarok now towards the end of the year. Um you got the I I'm really looking forward to the Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope.
0: That's right. Uh, it comes out September, right?
1: Yeah, that game, that first game was just so fun. And so I'm really hoping I can dive back in. And you know, it it'll do what Scorn and God of War won't do, which is I can play that one in front of my kids. It'll be like, "Hey, let's sit down and play this," you know. Um, there was uh, a cause...
0: There was also a sale on the eShop uh not that long ago, a couple weeks ago I think, and I grabbed the DLC, the season pass or whatever for Mario and Rabbids, the first one, because I never bought mm-hmm. the DLC or anything. So I got it for like, it was like five bucks or something instead of the oh, $20, wow. $20 for all the DLC. I was like, yeah, give me that. I'll I'll pay the five dollars
1: for that. Yeah, I want to say I bought it a few years back when they had dropped it to like 15 bucks on a sale yeah. or something like that. So, so yeah, cool stuff. Um, let's see here. I don't, I mean, I'm now I'm curious though with like all of this stuff dropping to 2022 it's like what what type of bangers do people have lined up already for 2023 you know it's like it feels like some slack is finally getting rele- removed from the chain it feels like people are finally figured out like how to how to make stuff again and how to get things out the door um and so I'm curious if you're going to see like a weird acceleration where, I mean, we're talking about how November and December, January are looking this year, but I mean, I can see where this August to December run next year is going to be nasty where it's just going to be like, yeah, we've got huge things and they've got to get out the door because Twenty twenty four is coming. Twenty twenty five is coming. We've already got those mapped out, so right. we have to get these projects gone. And so it'll just be like boom, 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 boom. Here's all this stuff, and we're just gonna be sitting there going like, I don't. What am I? I don't have time. I can't. I can't do all this. You know. <laughs> I'm. I'm curious. I'm curious to see it. Or, or, or it can go the totally other way where it's just we're sitting there looking at each other, being like, EA's releasing a golf game. That's, that's about what we got. I don't... Jesus. What I'm are like, supposed to do?
0: Zach, what are you talking about? We're gonna get Skull
1: and Bones next year. Oh. Uh, well, hopefully we'll get the big expansion for Skull and Bones next year. You know, it'll be the initial release, and then they'll drop the huge uh, you know, you can name your pirate ship patch that uh, was it Sea of Thieves just did. Yeah. It cracked me up when they were like, Season whatever it is, seven or nine or whatever, you can name your ship. And I'm like, that wasn't a part of the game? Or, like, really? Like, I couldn't name my ship? Like,
0: that, what? that trailer still kills me because the ship name was like it was like McNuggets 420 or something it's like the ship right. name. It's like, you know that's what everyone's gonna name their ship.
1: There's gonna be like a fucking armada of Bodie McBoat
0: faces. Yep. You know? Bodie McBoat, like the, the SS Dinkleberg
1: <laughs> oh, shit Just the worst of the internet Just the worst <laughs> Um, And then, like, of, of that list we just read There's, like, weird stuff on it, too Where, you know, I, I mean is, is the Rockstar game going to catch on? Like, the Suicide Squad game looked neat the last time they showed it But I still just don't know if I like that premise at all of like, yeah, let's go take down all the Justice League guys. It's like, I, I guess I don't know. Like, dude all the those Batman Arkham games were a long time ago. I don't really know if like what what you're bringing to it. You watch. It's going to be one of those
0: things where it's going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy, where everyone kind of writes it off because of like the Avengers game and everything else that came before it, yeah. and then it comes out and it's getting like nines out of tens and on everyone's game of the year list.
1: Oh yeah, this this Robin game is gonna like poison the well for everyone. <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, I don't want more of this crap, and then it's gonna be like the best thing we've ever played. Yeah, yeah. they're like. Speaking of which, you, uh, you, speaking of which, you start that Guardians yet? You, you get in there? You? I I
0: have I know. Look, I know you were disappointed. Jordan mm-hmm. was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it yet. I had it downloaded at one point because it's on Game Pass. I had it downloaded. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. I had it downloaded on my Xbox. I think it might still be downloaded on my Xbox, but I haven't actually played it yet.
1: I mean, I understand there's a never ending supply of indie card games to download at $4 a pop, but. Uh,
0: you maybe, know you know me too maybe, maybe well, just, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. me too well.
1: You're totally like the meme of the guy with the girl, and like Guardians is sitting there staring back at you like, what? And you're like, cheap indie card game? Yeah,
0: I like card game, and it's just me looking. I know, there's still card games I need to play. I still haven't even played Card Shark yet. I played the demo, but I haven't actually bought and played it yet, and that's another one for my game of the year list that I I need to play.
1: I, I actually can't talk shit about that one because I'm in the same boat with you with Card Shark. I don't know what it was. Like, the demo was fun.
0: Yeah, I like I, to, I really uh, liked the demo, and then I don't know what I'm happened. Same,
1: I think for me, what happened in some weird way was, like, the demo was enough. I was like, oh, that was cool. Okay. You know, like, it was just, like, kind of where, like, not not quite to the same level, but the uh, the problem I had with getting through Inscription was that first chapter was so great. And when I finished it, I felt like I was done with the game. I was like, what do you mean it keeps going? This We're good. I'm done here. Like, this is fine. Like, and it's like, no, there's actually a lot of game left. And it's like, yeah, but is there? I could, I could just be done. I could yeah. just walk away. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe, maybe that's kind of what I'm like. Because, like, with the inscription demo, when you played it and beat it, it left me like, okay, I need to buy this now. Because I immediately wanted yeah. more. And maybe that's the problem is I think maybe the demo for card shark was just too long that they gave you too much. Like it didn't just wet your appetite, but it was enough that it kind of filled it and you're just kind of like, yeah, that was fun. And then you bought something else that didn't have a demo that you were interested in playing.
1: That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Cause it did, it did. I, it did feel like it gave you too much, like too many tricks to do and too many like, you know, too many angles to play and stuff like that. Where, where with inscription, you could see the multiple pathways while you played it, while mm-hmm. you played the demo, and so it made you go like, "Oh, this feels like there's a ton more in there that I want to dig out." Where with card shark, it was just like, "I feel like I'm seeing everything this game has." So yeah, they I gave
0: you like six different tricks or whatever in the demo yeah. to do.
1: So yeah. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and hey, maybe by 2023, they'll have released Halo Season 3. We'll see. <laughs> but, you
0: know. but hey, uh, you, you and Shannon got those cat ears for the Battle Pass or whatever. So. I, did, I did not get the cat ears. Oh, so you didn't mind. get the cat ears. Um, I, did, I didn't.
1: That first season Battle Pass was excellent. And then uh, after about a month, it was like, oh, it's still the same levels. They're, they're still this, huh? Oh, OK. Um, I guess I'll come back. I'll, I'll circle back when they've released. Oh, they're not releasing. It'll be five more months. Oh, oh, boy. I don't care anymore. Um, hmm. Well, maybe when they'll do the, 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 you know. The co-op campaign. Oh, they're still not done with that. Okay. Oh, oh, the second season's going to be six months. T- Ooh. Mm. I I just have not seen that big of a profile release, which is really good. Like that initial release of Halo. Fantastic. Like the campaign was good. The multiplayer was just way better than I expected it to be. And I cannot believe how Microsoft just let it die on the vine. Like, it's it's over at this point. Yeah. Like, they they almost have to do... They would be better served stopping. Like, here's your second season. We are shutting this down. Maybe Maybe get co-op campaign out. Like, we're not talking about season three, season four. We're not talking about any release schedule... Be a roadmap. We're not talking about any of it, and then wait a year and do a full relaunch, like a graphical update package. Stack all this shit up so you have like two month release cycles, you know, and and then go. Because at this point, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, how is Microsoft not calling in? Et- like, you have thirty one studios working for you. How are you not calling in every goddamn A team you have? To just make content, just crank out levels, just crank out weapons, like just just modes, something like, how are you not calling every resource you have to do this and fix this halo problem? But also, it's like eight months too late now. You needed to do that shit a year ago to get to fix this problem. And I mean, hey, you want to talk a little conspiracy corner, glowing, glowing eyes and teeth? You want, you want to talk a little conspiracy corner? Conspiracy now, now Corner look, Now that I look like I'm talking to someone that's hiding from the CIA. Um <laughs> maybe they know they're buying Activision. And maybe they know that means they get Call of Duty. Oh there he is, he's back. Literally. I know, by by opening
0: yeah. a, a tab that's like pure white. Uh oh, that's hilarious. It, It's that's hilarious. added natural lighting to uh <laughs> um
1: so yes, maybe they know they're getting Activision. Maybe they know that means Activision comes with Call of Duty. So maybe they don't need Halo anymore. That is a interesting.
0: That's a that's a hot take if I've ever heard it is. one.
1: It's not a relaxed take. It's a hot take, <laughs> but it kind of makes sense. A little bit.
0: It would explain kind of the lack of information and stuff coming out about Halo. Because, dude, when you honestly just said that the the co-op thing hadn't even come mm-hmm. out yet, I completely forgot about that. I honestly thought that already came out. And when you said that it hadn't, it made nope. me realize that that did get pushed back. And I'm like, dude, like, who? Why are you even still working on this?
1: Like, No co-op, no Forge. Forge isn't out yet either. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's not the lack of content that troubles me so much. Uh, I mean, it is troubling, but it's the lack of urgency that Microsoft has behind. Like they're at no point have I felt like they are just panic alarm, calling all, all resources, trying to fix everything they can with this. They have this, like, laissez-faire, hey, it'll happen when it happens, bro. And uh, I don't... It's like, no, it happened. It happened in the past, and it's over. Like, nope. They could roll out a huge content update tomorrow, and I I mean, I'm the biggest Halo fan on this show. I would get to it when I get to it, because you know what? I probably feel like I've got six months before they're releasing the next thing. Like, there's zero urgency from the player standpoint. And so, I don't even know how we got on Halo in this con- conversation, but uh, it's just depressing as a Halo fan. Uh, so, uh, speaking of what we've been playing, I haven't been playing Halo. Um, <laughs> But what, what I did is I beat Stray. Yeah, beat Stray. what'd you think? I liked it. I liked it a lot. It I feel like they they not disingenuous isn't the right word, but I feel like that the marketing is a little uh misleading for that game. Because what that game is is a old school point and click adventure game. With a little with a few action set pieces kind of mixed in, but it is ninety percent a point and click adventure game. It is hey, this guy needs a uh, a blanket because he's cold. So to get the blanket, you need to go get the wires. Oh, but the wires require you to find like these three things and then you can get wires. Okay, well, now you have the. So now you have to find grandma because grandma can turn the wires into a sweater and then. Oh, okay, so we take the sweater now that grandma's made back to the dude and he can finally help you fix your transmitter. You know, it's like it's it's that sort of stuff. Um, it, it tells a, the, I mean, I like the cat a lot. I like the cat a lot. The problem is the cat is not the main character. He's kind of the player avatar that you're working through. The main character is the little robot dude that's riding around on your back, whose name is B-12. And he's the one that's kind of telling you what the world is and the cat. And he's the one that's like explaining things, talking to people, getting you your motivations to move forward in a lot of ways. So, you know, it, uh, it's a little weird in that regard when you're playing as the cat, but you're not actually really the main character in the story necessarily. Um, And really, how could you be? Like, you're a cat, bro. Like, you're just trying to get outside, you know, like, that's the thing. So and they're trying to tell a story. They're trying to tell you about the world that you're in. And it's all very interesting. Like, it's all really cool. This this walled off city that they've created and how these companions, the the robots that humans made tried to over millennia, just basically started recreating human behavior and everything, uh, with the humans gone. So you get like these robot class systems and, you know, police forces and all this stuff and, uh, which none of it needs to exist, you know? And like, um, the, the fix to the Zerk problem at the end, I saw coming a mile away. I didn't know if that was supposed to be a big reveal or it's just one of those like, yeah, of course. Okay, here we go. Um, and uh, but a, a good ending, like the last part of that game is is really more about atmosphere and and setting up thing than it is puzzle solving or any of that stuff. Like it's it's really straightforward when you get to the last part of the game. But all in all, it was it was really good. The art style, fantastic. Some of the best music in a game I've come across this year. Like it's really good and and it's a great like five to six hour game. It gets in, it gets out, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, If they had tried to make this a 10 hour game in the same package, it would have been way too long, like just about the time you're getting bored with what they're doing, the game's over. And so it it worked. It worked out really well in my case. But uh, yeah, I'm happy I played it. It was it was fun, unique experience
0: so would you say it was worth updating your playstation plus paying the 17 dollars to play it
1: yeah for sure absolutely it was totally worth that
0: now do you see it being on your game of the year list
1: probably not okay probably not if we if we do like categories and stuff like it i would do so right now i would put it in for music okay like the music in it is really cool and and just like the world building that they did was really cool. Um, but, and there's some amazing characters in the story, but as far as just the game goes, it, it feels like an old game. It really does. And, and that's good. And that's bad. Like it feels great in that, like, Oh, it's like putting on a comfy sweater, you know, like I know exactly what to do here. This is fantastic. But at the same time, that's really all you're doing here, huh? Just, uh, yeah, I remember that those Monkey Island games. Yeah, I, I remember that how that works. So it's yeah.
0: like not pushing the boundaries of that genre in any exactly. way that hasn't been explored before. It just does it in a prettier package.
1: Though there is a action set piece in towards the end of that game that is one of the most disturbing visual things I have seen in a video game in a long time, and it comes out of freaking nowhere. And the best part is they do not explain it in <laughs> any way. It, and it's like this whole level and you're running from the Zerk and then something happens. I'm not going to spoil it for you because I don't, I, I won't ruin this for anyone. You have to see it yourself. And, and, and it's like, I paused the game. I was like, what the hell? Like, what? and then I'm trying to like, remember, like, have they teased this at all? Have they like is there something like where I should know what this is? No, no, I shouldn't. And then you get out of that level and you never see it again. They never mention it again. It's like one of those things where it's just, I, I love the fact that it happens and they just drop, drop it. And it's like, yeah, get, deal with that. I don't know what that was either. Here you go. Enjoy. it. Yeah. yeah. It it's just like, okay, I guess. Um, so yeah, all in all, I, I, See, that's the other thing is I also don't know. It's it's weird because it's probably not making my game of the year list. However, I still think you should play it. Oh, no, I like, definitely
0: do want to play. It is on my list of stuff that I need to play before the end of the year.
1: Because it's one of those things where I... And, and it seems to be a game where people either love it or bounce right off it. But I... I, I really liked it I, I really enjoyed it It's just it just felt old That's all you know like that's all Um, So it's been a week of Kind of catching up on old stuff for me After Stray Uh, so I went back to Horizon and tried to clean Some of that up because I, I tried to not play It I tried to buy stuff and stuff but there Wasn't anything that was jumping out at Me and I'm like you know I really need to finish this Up so hey guess what I did Justin I drop that. I dropped that bitch to story mode. I turned on like every assistance, and I'm just burning
0: through dude. Horizon right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like big thing comes at you, just punch it, and it just flies out of the way. You're like, all oh, right, nope, we're getting oh, dude.
1: Like fights that i would have like legitimately like set up for like okay i need to make these traps and i need to have this bow and i need to have like you know and i'm gonna lure this thing to this setting and like where all my traps are set and i'm gonna like you know this is gonna be 20 minutes of a battle taking this thing down and it's just i just walk in there and just start firing and it's like five (laughs) minutes later it's dead i don't even care (laughs) yeah and so uh that's absolutely the way to play this game because there's a lot of this game like, that's the thing with with I still to come back to it. There's just so much of this game, dude, it's it's just so big. And and I can see for so many people where that's a huge positive. It is not a positive for me. I just can't. I can't hang. I don't have that anymore, any anymore, dude. Like I got I got kids yelling at me. I got work. I, I, got, I got a car and a mortgage, bro. I can't I can't be sitting 200 hours on a game. Well, yeah,
0: and then every other week, like, I mean, every day, 40 fucking new games come out, and it's like every month, there's like another two or three games that I want to play that come out, right. and it's like, I don't, don't have time to spend, you know, 40, 50 hours on just one of them. Like, I only have an allotted amount of time to get to spend with each of these before the next one comes out, and I need to move on.
1: Yeah. And I'm I've gotten to the point where I'm just trying to mainline the story. Um I got to Vegas, so I'm trying to just finish Vegas now. And it's like, yeah, just get me to the end. I, I just want to see where the story goes. And then later down the road, if I get the itch to go clear the map and do some of that stuff, sure, I can. But like at this point, just show me the story. I just want to see the story. Um which is bonkers, but Robbie scared me when he told me that the ending is uh, disappointing, so we shall see. Um, but other than that, I've, I've, I kind of got back into Arceus. Like that's with, so with crazy.
0: Since I came out in like January. what? Yeah, end of January.
1: Yeah. Uh, my kids started playing it again, and we got kind of obsessed with. Uh, so in Arceus, there's uh, the Alpha Pokemon, and. You find them walking around with other Pokemon, but they're huge and they have glowing red eyes. But you can catch them just like anything else. But the thing is, is so say it's like uh, give me a Pokemon What name a Pokemon Squirtle Squirtles. So in, in a pack of Squirtles, they'll all be like level 18s, right? 17, 18, 19s, and then the alpha will be like a level 54. You know, so yeah. it's like way big and way harder to, than everything else. And usually you're over leveled or usually they are over leveled for the area that they're in. Mm-hmm. So they're a bitch and a half to take down, Um, which means you just run away from them most times early in the game. But I'm at the point now where like every Pokemon I have on my team is like in the 70s or 80s level wise. So I'm just walking around I'm like we're going to collect some alphas. Like, so we're just like payback time. <laughs> yeah. Some of you, I said, are out there alpha hunting and shiny hunting, and we're trying to like get every Pokemon that we can that has an alpha in the game, get it in our Pokedex. And so it's it's just been a lot of fun, just like mobbing around. I mean, there's still some mechanic things in that game that drive me insane that I hope they fix in Scarlet and Violet, but uh, hell of a game! You should play it, you, you really should play it.
0: I don't I want to, and I definitely will. Uh, again, it's on it's on my list before end of the year. I have quite the list of stuff that I need to play and finish before end of the year.
1: Do do we have to do the the Shannon rules for you, where it's like you can't buy anything new anymore, Justin? Like, well, you it, have to you have to you have to play two games before you buy another card game. Like,
0: well, it's like I'm working. Like, I'm almost I'm. I think I'm like halfway through Neon White, so I'm almost done with Neon White, and I'm about, I think, two-thirds of the... Because the only thing I've been playing this week is I played more of the Forza Horizons Hot Wheels DLC,
1: Okay.
0: is what I played. And
1: and how is that going?
0: And uh, unlike Shannon's experience with it, uh, I I still love it. Like, you know, I think it's really fun. Uh, Shannon was... So, let, let me tell you here. Since Shannon's not here... He's not here to defend himself, but you, the listener, I will tell you guys yes. Shannon's complaints that he sent me and Zach via group text about what he wasn't enjoying with the Horizon DLC. And I asked him if you know if he had rela He's like, yeah, no shade here, just a different experience. And I asked him, I'm like, is it a relaxed take? And he said he wished, and that he has a couple complaints, mainly objectives that aren't clearly marked, and out the gate, there are some areas that if you have a C or B class car, you are just stuck on the track if you get too far in. Which,
1: so, which that's that's bad.
0: So, it's one of those things, I a, I haven't experienced that, but it's one of those things where, like, you can, you know, fast travel anywhere on that map, like... Like to any point. So it's like if you were to get stuck, I don't see how that's like necessarily an end all be all thing because you could just fast travel out of there.
1: Oh, God. I really, I really want Shannon to have not known that. Yeah. Like, because just be fast traveling the whole time. Well, because that's the thing. Because I mean,
0: you probably have to. I don't know if he has all the. I'm assuming he has all the fast travel boards, but that's what I went and did before the DLC came out as I unlocked them all. And in the Hot Wheels area, like normally. Uh, I think it was Mike Miller or someone Like someone in the Discord was saying before that, oh, yeah, in the normal map, you can literally fast travel anywhere or whatever. I don't think you can. I've tried doing that in the main map area, like to just whatever road. Just click on the road. You can fast travel to that point. I don't think that works. It, you can only fast travel to like the different events and stuff like that. But in the Hot Wheels section, you can literally just click anywhere on the road and fast travel to that point, and it will take you there. So there's multiple times for, like, speed traps and stuff where I've just fast traveled a little further away from it to a point to where I can get a decent amount of speed built up to then hit the speed trap, and then I've just reset and fast travel back again and just keep trying it over and over again to get it a little bit faster. Uh, so, you know, that's nice. And the the objective's not clearly being marked, I think that's kind of uh, more or less Shannon's fault. Like, there are objectives that are a little tricky or whatever. I
1: love love how we've just begun to blame Shannon for why he's not having fun. Yeah, it's because he's,
0: like, saying they're not labeled, but it tells you what to do. Like, if you go under each section, so there's different sections for the different, like, classes or whatever of cars as you're working your way up. Right now, I'm in the A-class section of stuff, and... There's, there is clear objectives, and it tells you, like, how many points you earn for it, and it's like, there's one. Like, one, for instance, I don't know if I talked about it last week or not, but it's called, like, Double Dragons. And there's two different dragons on the map. There's, like, one in the volcano kind of area over here, and then there's one, like, in the towards the top of the mountains over here. And the goal for the Double Dragons objective is you have to start... You have to have an A class car, and then you have to be mm-hmm. at the top of the mountain where the first dragon is. And then, in I think it's like under five minutes or something, you have to drive from that dragon and get all the way to the other dragon in that five minutes. And like, normally, it's like if you don't click on the objective and stuff, as far as I know, it doesn't actually start. You have to select the objective under the list and make it as like your priority or whatever. And then it appears on your screen and you can see it. And it's like if you don't even have an A-class car, you can't even start it. But then once you're at that point and you're in the spot under the dragon and you start driving, the little timer under the objective like, the five minutes starts actually counting down. And then you're like, okay, now I'm actually being timed for this. And then you have to drive your way. And then once you hit the other dragon, the time stops. And it's like, you did it! And then you get your points and whatever. So I think think his problem is just, I don't think he's actually selecting the objective, like, clicking on it, which you do have to do in order to do. But I've also heard other people have had some issues with the DLC. My friend Tanner had an issue where, like, the day it launched um it just wasn't appearing on his map like he couldn't figure it out and he's like i bought oh, it i did the updates i did whatever i like restarted my xbox i restarted the game nothing was working it's like other people i guess were having this bug i was like this is so weird because it's like i'm playing on the og xbox one zero issues so and like people playing on like series x and stuff are like having problems and i'm like that's can't relate
1: well, hey, at least uh, at least it's working for you. So. Exactly,
0: that's all that matters at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's the important <laughs> part, you know. Um, I guess I guess it's time for a little air raid sirens. Um, we're going we're going into the Silent Hill mode, just <laughs> like just just like Justin is in that room, the darkest of rooms. Um, so yeah, let's talk. Uh, Actually, before we get to the old man, um just because I know I'm never going to get to a point where I could watch th- this movie, tell me about the black phone. Yeah, so uh, Spo- spoil the hell out of it because I'm actually super curious.
0: I will spoil it and I do well, let me preface this to. I was going back and forth with before I even explained to you about the black phone. I want to tell mm-hmm. everybody about the conversation regarding The Black Phone, that me and Robbie were having via group text because... Could
1: you feel me shaking my head Dude, as I was reading this? because
0: Robbie was defending it up and down. And so my thing, my I will tell you right now, The Black Phone, I will go into it. I really enjoyed the movie. It's probably one of the better Blumhouse movies like they put yeah. out recently because uh, after Invisible Man, which was fantastic, they kind of just have been putting their name on whatever horror-related, and this was the first one I think since Invisible Man that I was like, this is a genuinely good horror movie. My only real complaint about it was that the the trailer for it that I saw basically spoiled the entire movie. And, and since, like, not the entire movie, but most of the major plot points of the movie were already gone over and talked about in the trailer. And I was telling Robbie that, that that was my main complaint, and he was just defending it up and down after I said that I watched it and I said that, you know, it was a super good movie and he was like, well, I was like, my main complaint was that the trailer gave everything away and he's like, one trailer rule rules the day, sir. And I'm like, I did only watch one trailer and it showed almost the entire movie and then he responds, and see, I saw a short teaser and that was it. You gotta be selective. I... I saw it in the theater. It's whatever the fucking theater showed me, the trailer. Like, I didn't exactly. go out looking for the trailer. It's what they showed me, and that was the first trailer. And he's like, oh, have I told you what I do? I cover my ears and eyes and look ridiculous, but no spoiling crap for me. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to sit there with a fucking bucket on my head and just bang it during the entire two-minute trailer in the movie theater so I can't see or hear anything. Like, that's not a realistic thing that normal people do in a setting like that.
1: Like, I was reading that being like, just ask the theater what time the actual movie starts and go then. Like, they'll give you the time the actual movie starts and then you just show up because all the seats are assigned now. Just go to your seat right then. What?
0: It's just something that even trailers nowadays, like, you know, Bullet Train, I've seen so many different trailers. I'm like, I don't need to see any more trailers for it. And I'm like, I'm going to go see the movie. I don't want any more of it spoiled for me. I'm hyped for Bullet Train. Oh, dude, I'm so excited for it. We are going like opening night for that. But yeah, so Black Phone, the entire premise is there is, it takes place in the, I want to say it's like late 70s is when this takes place. um there is it's very kind of i guess reminiscent of it in that kind of regard it's kind of the same like you know kind of small town uh bunch of kids like kids kind of one by one start going missing and they don't really Uh know why like no one's found the bodies or really seen anything or heard anything and uh the kids a lot of the kids that have gone missing are kind of like from this like one school and they're all like related to like there's the main character is this kid and his sister and it's like the kid one of the kids that went missing he played baseball with he was on like an opposing team and then another was like the school bully kind of went missing and then the kid's like friend went missing so mm-hmm. he's kind of like he knows all these people who have kind of like disappeared And he's, like, worried about – they call him the – I think it's the snatcher or something is, like, what they're calling this person in the newspaper and stuff that's taking these kids. And so then one day, the – he's, like, walking home from school. Uh, His parents are divorced. So there's, like, different nights where it's, like, the weekends. Like, they kind of switch where it's, like, his sister will stay with the dad that weekend. He gets to stay with mom, and it's vice versa and so it was like his weekend to stay with dad and their dad is a very abusive alcoholic um person and stuff so no one really likes hanging out with him but he's like you know i'll watch over dad and stuff and he's walking home the the black van shows up and uh ethan hawk that's his name right the guy who plays the main yeah Yeah, he kind of comes out and spills groceries on the floor or whatever and he's like oh let me help he's like oh i'm a part-time magician and whatever, whatever, and, like, opens the back of the van and then chloroforms this kid and throws him into the back of it and takes him to his house or whatever where he has this basement where he stores the kid and it has, like, a mattress and, like, a toilet and whatever else in there. And uh, he never really explains his motivation mm-hmm. for doing this. Uh, the kid kind you of... Just- like,
1: He's just evil. Yeah,
0: right? he's just bad. Um, but yeah, he never explains why. Or he, he, all he keeps saying is that he's like, yeah, he's like, shit's kind of gone sideways, and I don't really know what to do. And so he just kind of says that and then fucks off. And he comes back and the kids locked in the room and stuff. But he'll come back down and like give him eggs and like something to drink and stuff, and then go back upstairs. And um, there's a black phone hanging on the wall, and he's like, yeah. The kid goes to pick it. He's like, it doesn't work. He's like, it worked when I was a kid, or whatever, but it's not connected to anything, so it doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, you know, come to find out, after, like, a day or two of, like, being in this room, all of a sudden, like, you know, the phone rings. And when the kid first answers the phone, there's no one on the other end of it, and then eventually, there was finally a person talking to him on the other end and it's one of the other kids that went missing because up to this point there's like I think four four kids that have like gone missing before him I think he's the fifth kid and so each kid though eventually they kind of come to him one by one throughout the movie like the first kid comes and they kind of you get to see what happened to them Uh, because the sister the main kid's sister she has dreams And they're like dreams that come true. It's very kind of like Dr. Sleep and stuff in that regard where like when she dreams, she sees stuff. So she's been seeing clues to like where her brother is and stuff in her dreams, like the house that he's at and stuff. So she's kind of riding around on her bike trying to find it, but it's all kind of like jumbled information. And then she's also seeing visions from the other kids and stuff from like their perspective of like when they got taken and stuff. So you got to kind of see their history through her. And stuff about, like, the baseball kid was, like, wa- like riding his bike home from baseball game and stuff. And then he got taken. And then school bully was, like, hanging out at the fucking Circle K playing pinball and shit. And then, like, when he walked out, he got grabbed. And so you get to kind of see their experiences. And when the kid's talking on the phone to the other kids, they kind of tell him, like, what happened to them to try and help him out so they're giving him the steps to success for him escaping so they're like the one kid that got taken he's like yeah you know he took my bike and i had a bike lock and he's like that bike lock is what's on the door locking the house inside and he's like i wrote the combination he's like i carved it on the wall over here so i wouldn't forget so it's like now the kid knows the combination to escape so he just is like okay well now I have that piece but I don't really know what to do from there. And Ethan Hawke one of his things the game he calls it is Naughty Boy and okay. he leaves he leaves the door unlocked like he pretends he closes it but intentionally doesn't close it all the way so it doesn't latch in the place and uh, the kid realizes it and he goes to like open the door and then the phone rings again and he answers it and he's like yeah don't the person's like yeah don't go upstairs And he's like, well, why? And he's like, dude, that dude is sitting up there waiting for you to come upstairs, and he has a belt, and he will beat the shit out of you because that's what he's waiting for. And so then once he finds that out, the kid, like, kind of creeps upstairs and looks, and Ethan Hawke's sitting there shirtless, wearing the creepy mask with a belt, just, like, (laughs) sitting there waiting for the kid to come up the stairs. And he's like, yeah, that's what happened to me and how I died was I went upstairs, and, yeah, he kept wailing on me until i was no longer breathing (laughs) upstairs so he's like don't do that he's like he will fall asleep eventually and that's going to be your time to escape and so he gave him that information so he's like okay so now i know when to go upstairs and i have the lock to get out and then like one of the other kids tells him uh there's a tile loose in like the bathroom area and stuff and he's like that i was able to pry up so then the kid goes and he, like, lifts that tile up and then breaks some of the other tiles and digs, like, a I don't even know, it's probably a couple feet, like, three-foot-deep hole and was, like, flushing the dirt and stuff down the toilet in the bathroom and then covered the hole with, like, a blanket or whatever so that, you know, when Ethan Hawke would come down that he could, like, fall in the hole to buy him time to run upstairs and escape. Okay. So he, like, sets up some, like... Home alone s style, like, traps for him and stuff downstairs. And then eventually, like, you know, lures the trap. And then he comes and gets and He ends up getting out and gets home and stuff. But, like, during this time, the sister is working with the cops. And she has, like, the visions and stuff. And they, they find the house. But he's not there. And it turns out that he has two houses. He has this house and then the house across the street. And Mm -hmm. the one house, the kid's not there, but all the dead bodies for the kids are in the basement. Oh, shit. And they're buried. And he actually keeps the live kid across the street. But what's funny is the house across the street, when they were like, oh, my God, because he walks out of the house. And the cops are, like, raiding the other house as the Mm -hmm. kid escapes. And he's just in the front yard of the house across the street. And the sister runs over to him. And the cops are like, oh, my God, he's here. He has two houses. And you see in the background, the black van is, like, in the driveway. And it's like, you guys have been looking for this, like, did you not think you're in this neighborhood, there's this house, did you not, hey, maybe this, I don't know, black van in the fucking driveway of this house yeah, 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 might right. have something totally. to do with, you know, the kids fucking missing. Oh, that's funny. So I thought that was hilarious because they never brought that up. But my other favorite part about the movie is Ethan Hawke has a brother, and okay. he uh, he's ...at the house with the kid that's trapped in the basement and stuff... ...but he's trying to solve the case of the missing kids... ...which is hilarious because they're in his house... Like, and he has, like, yeah. the Charlie Day, like, corkboard with the string and stuff. And, like, when the cops come, he's like, okay. He's like, I'm so glad you guys are here. And he's like, I think I've got this solved. He's like, based on, like, the kids where they're being snatched and whatever. He's like, they have to, the person has to be living in this neighborhood that's taking the kids and whatever. And the cops are like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, You might want to clean this up. And they point at the table, and he has a bunch of lines of cocaine. So mm. they kind of, like, write him off because of that. But he's actually onto the case, and at one point in the movie, he's sitting there, like, super high, staring at the board, and he's, like, looking at it, and he's like, no. He's like, there's no way. And then he goes into the kitchen, and he kind of looks, and there's the door, And it's the door that leads to the basement or whatever where the kid's stuck. And he goes and he opens the door. And the kid's like, oh, my God. And he's like, he was expecting Ethan Hawke. And it was this dude. And he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's like, dude, he's like, please call my dad. He's like, call the cops, call whatever. He's like, please get me out of here. And the dude's like, oh, my God. He's like, I fucking knew it. I cracked the case. And he's like, please call somebody. And he's like, I will. He's like, but first... He's like, do you want to know how I solved the case? And as he's saying oh, that, Jesus. Ethan Hawke comes up behind him with an axe and just slashes in the back of the head, and kills him. Uh, and then he's yelling at the case, like you made. It. He's like, my brother's retarded, and you made me kill him. And that his blood is on
1: your hands.
0: Jesus. But it was really good. I I said the trailer. Wait,
1: so so the phone actually was like a paranormal thing, like the other kids were calling him.
0: Yes. No. So I think it's mainly It's not so much the phone, but I think it's because. They never fully explain it, but I'm pretty sure it's because his sis, like his sister, has kind of psychic ish, you know, powers with the dreams. I'm assuming he does too, because apparently their mom had it, and that's like okay. what kind of led to the divorce and stuff, because she kept saying like about her dreams and it coming true, and the dad couldn't deal with it and was like, "It's just bullshit. They're just dreams. Like magic's not real." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was the kid basically his version of having powers or whatever was yeah, being able to communicate with the other kids. But it was like they said that after the last phone call, they were like, Yeah, you know, yeah. once this phone call's over or whatever, like we we can't talk to you anymore, but but the kid also ends up killing Ethan Hawk. You know, Ethan Hawk falls in the hole that the kid dug and breaks his ankle. And the kid took the phone and packed it with dirt and then just fucking wailed on his face and then took the cord from the phone, wrapped it around his neck, and then tugged on it hard enough that it broke his neck and killed him.
1: Hell yeah. And then at All school, right.
0: he's walking, he's coming back to school, and everyone's like, dude, that's the guy that killed the snatcher. And he's like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. hot shit now. Like the bullies aren't fucking with him anymore and stuff. He's like, yeah killed a man, whatever, you know, it ain't no thing.
1: He was like, you know, you know
0: how it is. (laughs) Yeah, you know how it beat. But yeah, Yeah. I thought it was really good. And it's one of those, like they said, the trailer revealed about the dead talking to the dead kids and stuff. And that was the other part that pissed me off is in the trailer I saw. It showed him escaping out of the house. So you knew that the kid gets out alive. And that's what pissed me off. I'm like, okay, well, that kind of, like, ruins the, well, yeah, is yeah. he going to get murdered? Like, now I know he's going to live because I saw it in the fucking trailer that he gets out of the house and runs away.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, shall we talk about the, the finale of Old Man?
0: Dude, I am incredibly excited to talk about the finale of Old Man.
1: So, so the thing I think that was a masterclass in this finale is they have turned this story... Into Angela slash Emily's story, with her being like passed out for half of this episode. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it was like lifeless on the floor for half the episode, and now the story is a hundred percent about her. Um, so we learn that uh, Dan, when he was doing his time in Afghanistan with uh, the warlord. Whose name? Of, what's the warlord's name? I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, Hamzad. Yeah. Hamzad? Is yeah. Ham Yeah. yeah
0: Hamzad.
1: Yeah. When he was when he was in Hamzad's camp, uh, we learned that his daughter, quote unquote, was actually Hamzad's daughter, and all of a sudden, Hamzad coming after him makes a lot more sense. Not you, the whole time you're like, oh, he because he stole his wife, you know, and it's like, no, no, you actually took his daughter too, and it's like, oh, okay. This, this is all piecing together a lot more succinctly. Um, and then, you know, they had the reveal. I think it was episode three or four that Angela was Dan's daughter. And then it's kind of and she's been le- living this double life the whole time. You learn that Hamza's wife, who left with Dan, was uh, like the worst. If you were Hamza. Yeah. Like, like she, had, she had ties to like, oh, yeah, we. I, I knew about this mind that you could have made like millions off of, but just told, didn't tell you about it and actually told the Russians about it. Just so like, you know, you know how it goes, <laughs> things get I don't whatever. And it's like, but the whole time doing the like, no, but you need me. You need me out here, you know, like all this stuff. And it's like, I'm sitting here watching it. Like, do you know who you're talking to? Like, this guy's just going to kill you. Like, he doesn't need you in any way. And and, hey, she figured that out, because she got the hell out of there with her kid and Dan. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I – can I tell you, I love that this – i I've read a couple of reviews after the fact, and people have lamented this. I love that they just kind of cut Zoe out of this episode. I'm sick of her, dude. Like,
0: Well, she's not really needed anymore. Like, I'm sure she'll come I back know. in Season 2 in some regard, but I feel like – you know, like where and I don't see how she can necessarily be beneficial to him anymore. And it's like, you know, she's really more just a liability than anything else. So they have to do something with her, like, to where she will like that she actually needs like to be relevant and not just like his plus one or whatever that he has to like rescue or look over his shoulder for or whatever.
1: I mean to be honest, she's been nothing but a liability since she's entered the story. Yeah. You know? And it's it's been the weakest t- the weakest part of the whole story for me, because how many times, Justin, over these seven episodes, were you just like, you would just kill her or leave her? Dude. Like, you would just abandon her somewhere I lo- if you didn't want to kill her.
0: I low-key like, wish, like, it happened, like, even though it turned out to just be him thinking it, but when... He like killed the police officers, and then she's like, "I see you," and he just shot her point blank in the face. I was like, "Man, I wish that was real."
1: I know. <laughs> like, and, and that and could it, have ended honestly, it honestly, and in honest, in all honesty, it would have fit with the character a lot better. You know, like it really would have. But I don't know, like especially when she pulled that shenanigans. At the, what was it was at the end of episode four, where she's like. I'm going to send this letter to the company like saying I'm divorcing you and like you got to give me 300 million or whatever it was like all the, I'm like girl he's just going to murder you right here like I don't understand what you're doing
0: I'm like you're playing but, a dangerous game
1: <laughs> yeah and I mean and and I I, I also get it from her spe- they did a good job of creating her character of being like yeah she kind of was at the point of like I don't care Go ahead, kill me. I don't really give a shit. Or, or I might come out with like a cool spy gig and a bunch of money from this. Yeah, she's you know?
0: hit the point of acceptance. Of my life is no longer in my hands, and we're either yeah. gonna ride this out, or I'm just gonna admit defeat.
1: Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some uh, some responsibility here and take some action, or or not. But either way, we're we're doing this. We're swinging, you know. Um. So yeah, I I. Like we were saying earlier, it's frustrating because they don't answer a lot of questions in this one. Uh, the, the story has a lot of loose threads still just out there. Um, and I, I do enjoy the fact that we get Dan and Harold, uh, which is Jeff, Dan is Jeff Bridges and Harold is John Lithgow. I love that we get both of them in the car together. Finally, like we they they're finally like no longer on a phone. They're no longer doing cat and mouse shit. It's like no, you've got the two main players playing like let's go. And and it ending on that note has me incredibly pumped for season two because John Lithgow has been a goddamn tour de force throughout this thing. Like every time he's on screen, it's just like electric as hell. Right. And so you got to be thinking they're going to Afghanistan now Mm -hmm. to get Emily.
0: Right. Yeah. They know where she is.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, I hope they don't stop the flashbacks because the, the, the mom, um, was it Abby, right? Mm -hmm. Abby's the mom. The, the, the mom younger is just like, one of the best characters she's so much just like piss and vinegar and just like will burn the bridge she's standing on to make a point you know like it is just one of those like i i love i love the flashback character of it but uh i uh i'm i'm excited to see where it goes your thoughts sir yeah i talked a lot your
0: no thoughts. no uh, you know i i agree 100 percent. like i said i thought it was a great episode like i was telling you i was really sad and shocked when I found out that episode seven was the last episode, and I did like the finale, and it, you and me both agreed, it mm-hmm. was one of those things where if they hadn't immediately been like, oh, yeah, no, like this is getting season two next year or whatever, I probably yeah. would have been more upset at the thought of this not finishing because not knowing if it was going to get a season two, but knowing a hundred percent for sure that we are getting a second season and that it is, you know, in the works, uh, makes Mm -hmm. it a lot easier of a pill to swallow with the open thread kind of ending that they did.
1: Yeah. But I mean, any, any moments in the, in the finale jump out to you?
0: I, I mean, really just even the twist that it's Hamazad's daughter, like, her yeah. her character it's almost like an you know the the Shrek onion reference where it's like every episode it's like they kind of peel that next layer and it's like you know we realize oh you know it's like okay I kind of guessed it was his daughter the entire time but then you get the twist that you know she's been living like with the other dude like his daughter and stuff and then now you find out he's like well now she's actually like fucking this dude's daughter and you mm. know she's been per- infiltrated the CIA and stuff and she's been playing like all sides of like the parties and stuff. And like all these people are like connected and interwoven in the same story. And you just didn't really know it. And then they keep showing you the key pieces where you're like, all right, now this makes sense. But okay, the, 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 Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead, no, okay. I was just saying, yeah, my favorite part was the car scene when they're in the car and he's like, he gives it hands on the gun. He's like, well, you know, this was, you know, when we weren't on the same side just in case, but here you go. And he hands it to him, and he's like, you know, lean out the car, fucking shooting and shit, and the other dude's like, driving, he's like, driving people off the road and stuff, and the car, like, (laughs) does three flips in the background, and explodes, and so it was just cool, getting to see them finally, like, working together, and it's like, that's what I'm looking forward to, is them just tearing up, like, you know, Afghanistan and stuff, going to go get her back, they're like, no, we're we're not leaving without her, so it's like, we will turn every stone until we come back with her.
1: And i mean i i won't say i'm super familiar with the actress uh which is it uh so alia or something like that that plays angela um but she's she's been amazing like this whole this whole show like i like what i was saying i i'm so happy that they're kind of turning the the, sh- the whole story basically to her Pinning it over because, in reality, like how much can you do with with Dan's character? You know, like they've kind of run a bunch of this CIA cat and mouse stuff, and and like yeah, you kind of know where it's going. They've played that hand, but her character can do a ton of stuff, and she's got so many to to use your Shrekish metaphor. So <laughs> many layers, you know. She's she's literally. One of the main themes of the show, which is like the double life type thing. Like she's lived it for decades at this point. Like she has made a whole new personality and a whole new character. That's like complete opposite of what she actually is and has been hiding it this whole time. And it's like, yeah, I I am so in to see where that goes, you know? Like, and if it's just Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow, like running around in the background while she, while she does her thing, like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Like, I'm, I'm rebought in. So, um, much like you, I'm patiently waiting for them to announce when season two is coming because I'm ready. I am ready. Um, any other spoiler stuff you want to talk about or should we just kind of wrap it or what do you think dude well real
0: quick have have you i don't know if you've watched it so i've been watching it i haven't watched the newest episode of it but it's called the rehearsal have you heard of it
1: you told me about it and i looked it up uh i've I've added it to my queue but i have not watched it yet.
0: okay i i am not going so i won't spoil it for you then since you are actually going to watch it all i I will say is if you're listening to this like I, I honestly wouldn't even... I guess you could watch a trailer for it. I would say literally just go if you have HBO Max. It's Nathan Fielder, the guy who does Nathan for you. It's his new show. And okay. it is batshit crazy. Like, the first episode is really good. And then the second episode is... Completely. Well, okay. I guess I can tell a little bit about the first because the first episode is not really. It's not a spoiler or anything. It's just the general concept. His entire thing is people send him video submissions of like a problem in their life or something, and his entire thing that he does is he helps them rehearse this moment that is going to happen. So the entire first episode is this dude. He lied to his, tri- he does trivia every Friday with this group of people, and they all have uh, like master's degrees or whatever, and I guess he's been doing this trivia night thing with them for like eight years, and one of the people is sending him like job applications and stuff, like trying to get him a job at this place, and it requires a master's degree, and he keeps kind of sidestepping it and, like, trying, oh, okay, I'll check it out or whatever, and it Mm -hmm. just keeps progressing, but he's, like, it's getting harder and harder to dodge this, and I'm going to have to eventually tell him, like, I don't have a master's degree, so I'm not qualified for this job that you keep recommending me for, but it's been so long since I, like, told that lie that I'm not really sure how to go about, I don't want to, like, ruin these friendships, and I don't want people to be mad at me or take it some sort of way. So he's, like, I'm not really sure how to approach this situation, so Nathan shows up and he comes to his house and he's sitting there talking with him and he tells him, and he's like, this moment that we're having right now, he's like, I've rehearsed it. He's like, a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I have a, like, a giant um, studio, whatever, somewhere. He's like, "I," He's like, do you remember a couple weeks ago when the gas company came to check out your apartment? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, that wasn't the gas company. He's like, those were my people. They came in and scanned your entire apartment. He's like, I rebuilt your entire apartment in a studio warehouse somewhere. He's like, I hired a professional actor and he studied your video submission so that he would talk like you and I rehearsed with him this entire moment that we're having right now from me walking into the door. He's like, every joke I've told you, I've practiced with him and he's like, there's certain ones that didn't go over well and he's like, there's certain ones that did and He's like, I've practiced, so any way this situation goes right now, it does not matter because I have trained for it. And he's like, and that is what I'm going to do for you. So the trivia bar and stuff, they rebuilt the um. entire bar in the studio warehouse and the person that he was going to confess to, they uh, he had someone, like, interview with her or whatever and sat there and talked with her for a couple hours. And she fucking nailed how this chick talks and stuff. And so he's like, I'm going to have so you. So is
1: this, like, a reality show?
0: Yes, it is a reality oh, okay. show. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to have you practice confessing to her at this bar. And so then he's, like, you know, training. And they go through all the different, like, he has, like, an entire, like, Venn diagram, like, flow chart of it will say this and this and this. And he's like, okay, but if this happens and it like branches and it's like the good and the bad. So he's like, if this doesn't hit off, you know, then we learn from that and we can go this way. So he's like, no matter what happens, he's like, when the real moment goes to happen in your actual life, mm-hmm. it won't feel weird and you won't know what to do because you've practiced this so many times that you'll know exactly what to say and where to go next because we've practiced this. Okay. So it's really good, and it's just insane. Like, the a level of shit that they're doing just for this is insanity. And then you go into the second episode, and it's night. It's like inscription. Like, after the first episode, okay. you're like, oh, it's going to be more of the same? It is not more of the same, and that's <laughs> why I want you to watch it, because it gets fucking weirder, and it's like, I don't understand how someone gave this man money to do this, and it is insanity. <laughs>
1: Or, like, how people just went along with it. It's yeah. Like, yeah, okay, this is cool. We'll do this.
0: Yeah, like, the direction it's going is so fucking bizarre that it's just... I love it. It's so weird. Is there, like,
1: is there, like, a plot line through it all, or are they just one-offs?
0: So, after the second episode, it seems like there is going to be a consistent sort of plot line. I'm assuming there's some one-off stuff kind of thrown in there as well. Okay. But for the most part... It's it's like the it seems like it's bait and switch where it's like the first episode, they made you think that this is what the show's about, and then episode two, they're like, This is what we're really doing, and you're like, Oh, <laughs> like this is even weirder than what episode one was about. <laughs> so, okay.
1: Well, I am intrigued now. So. Yes.
0: So definitely it comes out, I think, every Friday. So there's only three episodes. The first episode, I think, is an hour, but I think episode two was only like 30 minutes or something like that. So I don't know if every episode is going to be like that or if it'll be like anywhere between like four, you know, 40 minutes to 50 minutes.
1: All right. I'm definitely adding that one to the list. So we shall see. Um, But otherwise I want to thank everyone for joining us for another fun episode of that pixel life. It's always good to uh, catch up with my boy, Justin And uh, we miss Shannon, but hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, Well, hopefully he won't won't (laughs) be back soon. Because that means he got over his COVID and was able to go on his vacation. Exactly. So hopefully we won't see him soon. But, uh, hey, you're stuck with me and Justin. So hope you're ready for some more of these hijinks. Um, (laughs) But in the meantime, why don't you go ahead and land this plane, sir?
0: You know what, you guys... Thank you guys for listening to episode 202 of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know, we know our boy Shannon. He's got the vid. You know, not you head on over to Discord, you know, get some uh, pour 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 one out for the boy. You know, get some fun energy drinks, eat some questionable bacon out of the fridge. You know, in his honor, since you know he's not feeling too hot right now. And
1: maybe as long as it's gray, not green. Yeah. Don't eat yeah. The green bacon.
0: Yeah. If it's gray, you still got a couple days left where it might still be good. And, uh, you know, while while you're doing that, you know what else makes Shannon feel a lot better? Heading on over to Spotify, giving your boys Mm -hmm. a review, let us know how we're doing. And, uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say?
1: Robbie would say, hey guys, go be great.
0: And if you don't want to watch the trailer, Justin, just put your head in the sand and ignore it.
1: Just cover your ears and go, (laughs) la, 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 (laughs) la. People in the theater love that.